Hi Gorge and welcome back to another Wicked Sparkly episode of Standard Definition where we talk about the noun, the before and the later and we review RuPaul's Drag Race on Fridays or Saturdays whenever I'm feeling like it. Today is going to be a Friday because I'm a super fan and I can't wait to talk about the show when it's airing and once it's over. I just can't wait to discuss Drag Race in general. So yeah, we're going to be... um doing these yeah they're going to be coming out like hot cakes girl get you some but yeah without further ado let's get into the episode episode two of rupaul's drag race season 13 title congratulations congratulations So we start the episode off with the loser queens in the pork chop loading deck awaiting their fates. RuPaul kind of gives them a little miniature gag saying that, you know, they all have a chance to return to the competition, but they have to vote one of the loser queens out. Now, at this point, these girls have already been eliminated. So with like, now we got to eliminate another person is just kind of like at this point you can see it in their faces that they're over it and that they really don't care for the process anymore some of them look like they'd rather be home than to freaking have to split hairs finding out whether they're going to be able to come back or not but you know they're still there nevertheless so we find out that they have to lipstick vote all-stars way one of the loser queens out of the competition now they don't know that the, the queen is going to return with the winners group this week but you know they also know that someone's gonna go somewhere that isn't with them so yeah they all get up to vote um we see some queens votes but all in all we have a tie between utica and elliot which is kind of like whatever i don't really um understand the basis of the judgment because it was just like they don't know each other so they all they have to do is judge based on first impressions which is kind of lame because someone can give you awful first impressions being as though that they're like nervous and stuff so we get the tie between Utica and Elliot and then they have to re-vote now they only can vote between Utica and Elliot this time and there is a unanimous vote sending Elliot home and we get it after elimination Elliot a distraught face queen that's all I can word it that's not a really um logical sentence but that's the only way I can word it like she really really seemed distraught but she's sent home quote unquote so we move on into you know queens entering the work room we get the winners group and you know they come back they're talking like yeah the the race is really starting da, 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 all this other stuff you know the race is starting for real for real really is no shade but we know as the viewers that it's a gag coming so rue enters no rue doesn't enter we get rue mail and you know she gives a riddle per usual something about i mean she uses quotes from the song congratulations i have my iTunes. And, you know, the queens are just like, you know, whatever, whatever. Not really worrying about it. I mean, they're not not worrying about it, but they aren't, like, stressing out because Rue is very, 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 like, secretive when it comes to her messages. Like, you really have to be, like, good at riddles to find those shits out. 
So she comes in, she says she has to introduce another queen to the competition, one that she felt didn't get, you know, the right chance to show herself. And lo and behold, it's Miss Elliot. Elliot comes in and, you know, Rue goes on this spiel about how whoever's on Drag Race, no one's a loser. Like, no one's a loser. She talks about Porkchop, how she was the first queen eliminated 13 years ago, and how her legacy still lives strong. She's a living legend. Ask anyone at the Golden Corral. And then she talked about Shangela and Vanjie and how they're um, reaching international successes, being first eliminated queens and brought back the following seasons. So, yeah, she talks about how no one is a loser, no matter how hard you lose on these shows. No one is a loser. Given real pep talk, I really appreciated that. It spoke to me, too. So if it can speak to me and I'm not in this setting, then it was um, it was influential, nevertheless. So we get the mini challenge and the mini challenge is um it's like kind of like a runway kind of similar to how season seven and season 12 did it but instead of winter and fall or summer and spring they're doing night and day so yeah um they find out that but before we get to the the runway for the mini challenge we get the queens doing their makeup and you know they're talking makeup tees but elliot x candy like how she felt about kind of coming on here as a legacy queen like you know how um Benji came on was alexa's daughter she went home first dolly came home as Audra's daughter she went home first and she you know this was asking her like you know how does she feel about that and is she going to be willing to break that mold and then candy kind of was like being bitchy about it like being a real fucking bitch like no and it's she kind of had she kind of had this moment after they were like done talking about it where she was next to simone and lala and was like yeah i almost went off on her did it did like no girl she was asking a question and it's just like where's this hierarchy coming from because at the end of the day this is y'all first episode really really competing so we get her in her interview basically saying like elliot just got here did it did it did it no, bitch, you literally just got here a day before. Like, y'all were only on set for a day. Like, let's not get it twisted. These girls are taking this lip sync win to the heart because at the end of the day, we've seen girls be on the show lip sync four times. Being a lip syncer doesn't make you better than the next bitch. We haven't even seen what you're able to do for you to be trying to come at Elliot for asking you a fucking question when you're on TV, reality TV at that. Like, come on, girl, let's be real. So, yeah, we get to the, um, I have wrote, written down in my notes, Candy is nasty. <laughs> that's so rude, but that's kind of how, I, I got nasty vibes from her this episode, like, girl, don't. But, yeah, we move on to the runway, and I have in my notes each girl's name, and I kind of have a phrase next to each of the looks, just to, you know, describe it. So, first up on the day look, we have Gottmik. And her day look was really, really cute. It was giving me, like, latex over the rainbow tees. And I love, love, love Gottmik with a regular face. Like, I love her, like, white face. But I love her painted, like, a regular, like, she looks like a late, like, a blow-up doll. Like, she really looked good. Like, it was a really good, really, really good monochromatic latex look. It was really, really cute. Um... Okay, so last episode, I kind of was like, you know, what am I going to do? What am I going to say for um, looks? Like, I have what I'm going to call the part where I review runways, and that's going to be called the runway rewind. That's a jumbo mumbo mess to say, but it's the runway rewind. And, yeah, that's what it's going to be. But I don't know. What am I going to say about the looks? Is it um, it or shit? <laughs> it 
or shit. Cause you know, Busty Queen has hot or ride. Um, Yuha has her own thing. Fashion photo reviews too, or boop, and we're at her shit over here, girlfriend. Let's get into it. Got mixed day. Look, what's it? It was T. It was it. Um. Next, let's 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 move on next to Candy. Candy's look. Um, I give it a it. It was really really cute. It was giving me like medieval fish like medieval fish it was really really cute and i'm really excited to see what she can bring if she could step out of her box like that because she said she was ho 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 fish ho ho fish ain't medieval fish honey i'm telling you that now so candy gets to it moving right along la la Reed. um la Reed's look was rather pedestrian she really was given like a real woman in this in the middle of the summer in atlanta like, she literally had, like, you know, individuals. She had, like, a nice sundress on, arms out, a little bit of back. Like, she literally was giving women on her way to Publix in Atlanta. Like, I don't even know if there's a Publix in Atlanta. There's not even a Publix where I live, but I want to switch it up because I know some of the other states don't have the same markets I have in my city. So, yeah, whatever. Um, but as far as it being an it or a shit, um, I don't give it an it because it wasn't ugly. The colors were rather just muted, honestly. It wasn't ugly at all. I can't give it a shit. So next up, we have Olivia Lux, and she's kind of giving like 60s, like, no. I don't know if it's 60s, so I'm not going to say 60s, even though I have 60s written down. She's giving me Shea Coulee, All Stars 5 like camouflage runway tees like exactly the same look but in different colors and i live for it so i give that a it don't know what era is from i really wish i knew but whatever so next we have simone and she's like very given very very 90s like 90s new york christopher street fish like she is literally like giving me 90s she described it as players club i can see it because that's definitely players club hair and she had this nice like power suit on with a cape attached to the bag it was giving it it was this it was giving it so i give her an it um next up we have tina her day look was like ugh. i didn't really like her day look it was like tooly like it was ugh, it was shit it was shit i didn't like it, it was orange and shit it was i didn't really like it um next up we have elliot and elliot was kind of given like paris tees like it was cute it was like a a red dress with black notes and she had like a red beret on and like bleach blonde like icy blonde long hair I think it had a bang on it. I'm not sure, but it was cute. I definitely, definitely give it a it. It was really, really cute. And yeah, it was really gorgeous. Um, so next up, we have the night category. And we're going to start off with Gottman. Gottman was giving me Morticia down. She gets an it for me. It was like this black witchy feel to it. One titty out. It was given. So yeah, that's the it. Next up, we have Candy, which is an absolute shit. She was giving me, like, latex beetle. Um, latex this episode is the trend alert. Sorry, fashion photo review. I'm stealing that from you guys. Sorry. Trend alert this episode is latex. Yeah, she was giving me, like, a latex beetle. I wasn't really living for her. It kind of was like, meh. 
But yeah, next up we have Lala, and Lala was giving dominatrix, like, I loved Lala's night look. She was really giving me, like, I am your, like, master, you are my slave, and you'll do what I say, or I'll spank you with this paddle, darling. Like, she literally was giving me, like, those teas, and I lived for that, so that's it. Um, next we have Olivia, and I wrote down in my notes silhouette issues because does she not know what looks good on her? Like, she literally looked fat, and she's literally not fat, and sorry to body shame, I don't, I wouldn't even consider it body shame, I'm just calling her out for having issues with her silhouette, it was a mess, and it's a shit, moving right the fuck along, thank you. Um, we have Simone, Simone's look was very monochromatic, um, like, giving me everything that i need simone is everything isn't it for me moving right along we have tina burner tina burner gets an it from me but it was definitely similar to got mix look and candy's look i mean i'm not gonna say similar because i guess it's trend alert whatever i it was a it, it but you know she needs to break out of this color scheme that she's in it's kind of late it's really really late so Next up, we have Elliot. Elliot was giving me witch teas as well. Which, like, witch coven, like, dark teas also was a trend this episode. So, yeah. Elliot gets it. And that's it for the mini challenge runway. So, now we go back to the workroom. The girls de-drag. And, um, we kind of see Candy still talking about Elliot, which kind of fucking annoys me because, girl, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And then we have Mother Rue coming in and telling the girls what the main challenge is going to be, which is going to be them making up their own lyrics and choreography to her original song, Congratulations. So it's going to be a lip-syncing episode again, but with choreography and lyrics and stuff. You know, we live for those. We do. In Drag Race. We do. So, fast-forwarding to the main stage, the girls are trying to assign... Um, roles, and none, nobody wants to take the charge, but also, Elliot is a trained dancer, and she is not wanting to take charge, too, because she doesn't want to take the fall f for knowing she's, like, a trained dancer, so they start off, you know, doing this mediocre choreography, like, giving walking and blocking tees, and halfway through, Elliot was like, you know, um... Elliot halfway through was like, hey, I'm going to give a note. And then everybody's like, giving faces, giving interview fish, shadiness. Like, we get Tina saying, now you a dancer now? Yeah, girl, she is a dancer. Wait till she, you see that fucking split that she pulled off in the motherfucking rusical. Girl, don't play yourself. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, we, yeah, we get that. And then we kind of get Got Mix, Got Mix part coming up. And the first line was, I was born a girl, baby. And that kind of throws her off because she wanted, I, I guess she wanted to tell the group herself that she was a trans man. Um, but, and I'm using she because she's in drag right now. So I'm going to use she because, you know, that's what she, she's a girl in drag. He is a man out of drag. So she wanted to tell the girls herself and it kind of threw her off because it kind of was like, you know, gender dysphoria, 
all over again. She said that she thought she was over it, so it kind of was weird that it was happening. So, yeah. Yeah. Very that. Very, very that. Moving right along. So, we get back into the workroom, and it's elimination day. The girls are getting ready for the runway challenge as well as the runway in itself and category is LeMayu's day so the girls are um getting ready you know putting on makeup you know very that and they're like Mick how do you feel like her performance was and you know she talks about her gender situation and all of that and basically what I just explained to her I mean to you guys about it or whatever so it kind of was just like you know she was like, I really, really wish that she didn't. She said she really wished that she didn't go through that. But, you know, it happens. Shit happens. So, then they try to probe Elliot about what happened after, you know, she got eliminated for the fucking third time. She got eliminated three times one episode. She got eliminated off the main stage. And then she got technically eliminated with a tie and then she got eliminated unanimously like girl like <laughs> what the fuck is going on this year on drag race honey don't even get me started on what's going on in your this year on drag race honey because we have drag race u.s drag race uk um drag race new Ze australia slash new zealand is coming this year drag race canada just got renewed yesterday um we have um all stars has already been filmed and you know blase blase this year is going to be jam-packed with drag race i am ready i'm ready so the girls just start trying to break down the dichotomy of how everything went ha like happened on the first episode and it's kind of like girl we don't care we don't care and then we just get them talking about oh, who we sent home who would y'all send home da -da 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 -da, and all this other stuff and then we get mother rue which yeah we get her doing her runway i give it a shit sorry it kind of reminds me of her like last episode what is wrong with her I keep throwing these big like amounts of fucking fabric on her she needs to just play to her skinny silhouette it's fucking annoying sis get over it now it's time for the runway runway song this season is bring back my girls and it's crazy because i think i've been requesting this song to be the song for the runway since that album dropped like i've literally been praying and manifesting it so yeah welcome to the runway rewind and we know where we it or shit our looks no middle ground we don't do mech here is it or shit all or nothing Let's get into it. So, um, I have my runways written down in order from like great greatest. Oh no 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 no! What are you doing, DeAndre? What are you doing? Let's get into the um the main the maxi challenge. Congratulations! You know they had to remix their verses or whatever. And I also have these written down in order from my most fave to least fave, and first up is the best in my opinion the best was olivia um i like how she sung her verse i liked you know she confined the note she performed it pretty well i liked her outfit too i thought she was a nice 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 strong performance next up is simone simone just has that effervescence and that charisma about her that she can sell anything to be completely honest so Simone is next. Um, 
Next up would be Elliot. I really, really liked Elliot's verse and the choreography that went with her verse and her outfit. So Elliot would be next. Next up was Gottmik. Um, Gottmik kind of struggled during the rehearsal, but she got it together for the magazine. I also really did love her outfit as well. Um, next up is Lala Ri. Lala Ri was um, a nice middle ground for me. She wasn't super, super good, but she wasn't bad at all. I also loved her outfit as well. Lala Ri was actually good, but she just wasn't amazing compared to the rest of the girls that I named before her. So now we're going to get to my least faves of it. Because Lala wasn't, I didn't, I didn't dislike her at all. But these two next queens, I actually disliked in the maxi. And first is Candy. I didn't really like her lyrics. I loved her outfit, but the reason that I didn't like her lyrics is because she has bad diction. Her diction is horrible. And I couldn't understand what she was saying. Like, if you have bad diction, like, I think I have bad diction almost. So... I noticed that I have bad diction, but I also talk fast, so I know to combat that I have to talk slower so I can enunciate and get the actual word out. And sometimes when I do that, it sounds like I'm talking like weird, like I'm trying to almost mimic how you're supposed to talk. But no, it's just my way of actually trying to get what I'm saying out and have it be clear like that, like so. So, yeah. If she would have slowed down and gave us more addiction and gave us more conviction, like, if she would have convinced us to believe what she was saying, then I would have liked it a little bit more. I don't think she would have gotten above anybody else, but I just would have liked it. I didn't like it at all. So, next up is my least fave, and that's Tina. Her look was cool, but I just didn't like her rap. It just was corny to me, like, you're not a rapper. Stop it. She thought because she carried the rap part of Lady Marmalade, she thought she was going to come here and rap. No, honey, didn't pass. I didn't like it. It, You know, I just didn't like it. You know, my opinion, whatever. So next, let's move on to the runway. Like I said, runway song is Bring Back My Girls. Welcome to the Runway Rewind. I'm going to be naming these girls from best to worst, in my opinion. And first up, we have Gottmik. Gottmik's look was like this LeMay confection. Like, she was like a LeMay monster. And her makeup was gorge, per usual. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Really, really solid performance this week. Yeah. Next up, we have Lala Ree. And I really, really, really loved her runway look. And she described it perfectly. Lala Ree has this way of just putting her Lala la Reisms on everything and just making it more fabulous. She kind of described it as like a Willy Wonka chocolate, like that golden ticket girl, like like that chocolate wrapped in gold LeMay. Like she really giving me like gold LeMay church woman. And I love it. I love Lala Ree. She's like my number one this season. I love her. So yeah, moving on, we have Simone, and Simone gave us this, like, LeMay boxer fantasy, and like I said, LeMay is one of those, wow, Simone is one of those charismatic girls that can sell anything similar to Lala. Her and Lala are, like, in that same boat. I feel like their charisma can save them from a lot of situations in the competition, and Candy is also on that boat, but I feel like with Candy, her charisma kind of teeters on, like, bitchiness. It's not cute, and it's not tasteful at all, and it actually turns me off. 
So, yeah. Moving on. I mean, if you didn't get what I was trying to say, got Mick is it, it, Lila is it, it, Simone is it, it. Um, and next up, we have Tina. Tina, I love Tina's look. Tina's look is kind of giving me this um, 10 man realness. It's definitely 10 man realness. Um, yeah. But is it LeMay? It doesn't look like LeMay. It looks like metallic, like pleather. It doesn't, it's not giving me LeMay at all. But I love the look. It's it, but it's not LeMay. Next up, we have Elliot. I love Elliot's look. It's kind of giving me like ice skater. Um, like ice skater, like performance tees. It's cute. It's cute. It kind of reminds me of Miss Cracker's um, three in one look on All Stars. It's, yeah, it's giving me very that, like that color scheme. Just not as ugly. So next up, we have Olivia. I don't really like Olivia. They say it's like old Hollywood glamour. She says that it's a water lily fantasy. I say that she looks like the Statue of Liberty. I really think she looks like the Statue of Liberty. I don't like it. I love her performance look better than her runway look. So yeah, it's a shit for me. Sorry. And last but not least, we have Candy Muse. We have Candy Muse. And I think Candy's Muse, Candy Muse's look, I get what she was going for. Kind of this, like, nighttime, like, fantasy lingerie look. But it's just, I don't know. It's something about it that's just, I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. It's a shit for me. I'm definitely going to give it a shit. So, yeah, next up we have the judges' critiques, and I'm going to kind of rapid-fire these because they can ramble a little bit. So, first up was Gottmik. They loved Gottmik. They loved her look. They loved her performance, you know. You know, it wasn't the best, but she got good all together. Next up was Candy and Candy. They kind of didn't like her look, and they liked her performance, but they said that she could have basically did better. And next up after that was Lala. They loved her performance and her look. And her and RuPaul kind of got into this little back and forth banter about the club she works at in Atlanta. So, yeah, that was cute. And then next up after that, we had Simone. And they loved Simone all together. They loved her. They just loved her. They loved her. And then next up, you have Tina Burner. Her performance wasn't meh from them, but her look was an A plus from them. Um, like, yeah. I mean, her performance really wasn't a myth from them. They kind of commended her on her wordplay and, like, how she written it and how she performed it. But, like, yeah. They had to remind her that this is not a bar. It's a theater and it's TV. And she has to play it up differently. And I think that's what I didn't get from her. It kind of was just, like, she was doing too much. And I don't think she knew how to play to the camera. Maybe that was that. I don't know. But, you know, last but not least, we have Elliot and... They liked her. They did like her. They liked her performance better than her look, though. Like, and, yeah, they, yeah. They liked her, all of her, like, mini challenge looks better than the runway look. But they loved the performance look better than the runway look as well. Um, they liked her performance. Um, and Jamal says that, oh, mind you, Jamal Sims is the guest choreographer. Well, he didn't really choreography, chore, choreograph anything, excuse me. But he used to get judged this week. Sorry for not mentioning that. But he says that it felt like she was trying to get out. 
Uh, she was just so eager to perform every time she had a moment to get the spotlight, which was a commendable thing. And they kind of all basically agreed on the fact that she had the most to prove this week. And she, you know, she did her due deals. And she got what she was looking for out of the critique. She kind of, um, it was a um, galvanizing, like, you know, moment for her. She kind of lived up to what she was there to do. And that's all for the judges' critiques. Now they send those queens to the backstage for further deliberation. Alrighty now, so the queens return and Mother Rue jumps right into it. She says there's two tops, Miss Two Tops are Simone and Olivia and the rest of the queens are safe. And you see Gottmik and Candy kind of gag because they thought they were lip syncing against each other. Um, yeah, it's just like y'all seen Drake Race. Y'all knew y'all wasn't going home. I feel that way, honestly. But we get Simone and Olivia lip syncing for the win for a $5,000 cash tip to the song Break My Heart by Dua Lipa, or as Wendy Williams like to say, Dula Peep. So, during the lip sync, I kind of wasn't feeling the way Olivia was performing, then I got into it. But Simone, similar to her Pleasure Principle lip sync, she has a way of grabbing you with the way that she, like, record. I said record. Um, with the way she performs and just. The way she moves her fucking lips. Like, that girl is amazing. She's a star. RuPaul even told her on the main stage, like, you're a star, kiddo. Like, you've got it. You're like, you've literally got it. You have it. It's just about what you do with it. Literally. So, yeah. Lo and behold, the winner of the lip sync is Simone. First Maxi Challenge winner of the season with a cash tip of 5,000 Zuolas. And that is where we end the episode. RuPaul says there are more twists and turns around the corner. I feel like next episode they're going to walk into the old queens, but whatever. That's where we're going to end this episode of Standard Definition. I will catch you guys next week for a regular episode of Standard Definition where we talk about the now, the before, and the later. Y'all enjoy your nights or mornings or whatever y'all at or whatever time it is because you know the viewership is all over here. We might have East Coast girlies, so y'all have a good morning.